You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. We know that we know that we know beyond a shadow of a doubt that what God said is true. Hallelujah. Amen. How many kings do we have in the house? Yeah. Amen. Glory to God. It's good to see you this morning. Excuse me. Yeah. Pastors drink water, you know. (laughs) Amen. Yeah, this morning we are excited. How many people are excited? Yeah. We're excited to be in church. And I can see that we need to start the second service. Because, yeah, yeah. We have to start the second service and the third and the fourth and the fifth and the sixth. Come on. Are you ready for that? Yeah. Because we have broken the rules. And now, yeah, we need to accommodate more. Make room for others. All right? So prepare your minds. We'll tell you when, when we work the logistics. Yeah, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We we are privileged this morning. We have in our midst special, 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 special. How many people know this guy? Can you do some moves? Let's let us introduce. I, I didn't see that. I didn't see. Do something. Do something. Let, huh? Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, it's so good to have Isaac around. Amen. He's the crump ambassador. That uh, <laughs> yeah, he uses dance to disciple people. And that's, uh, that's an amazing ministry. Yeah, we've missed him for some time now. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Welcome. You. Say welcome, Woo. Isaac. <laughs> Hallelujah. You have a lot of fans here. Amen. Amen. Then we have... In our prison. Shikabunda. How do I introduce this one? <laughs> you know, yeah, okay. <laughs> Are you bishop or <laughs> apostle, <laughs> archbishop? <laughs> yeah, this guy is a genius. Yeah, Hallelujah. Amen. Media apostle. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, Pastor Ola is, is the one in charge of the media in, um, in our home church in Lagos, Nigeria. And uh, it's so good. You have to say something. Okay, please. Uh, Good morning, church. I can't feel you. Are you happy to be alive this morning? Hallelujah. It's such a privilege to be here this morning. And uh, I've been so blessed. And I know more blessings are coming my way this morning. In the name of Jesus. Uh, you know, I help organize the services at the local church in Realm of Glory. And this morning as I was going in, they were like, oh, so many things that needed to be sorted. I said, okay, I'll be WhatsApping you guys. But I've not been able to send any WhatsApp since I came in. Because it's so, the music, the worship, everything, I just feel at home. God bless everybody. Thank you. Amen. If you want to listen to him, go to the Realm of Glory website. And you see, listen to his messages. Amen. Hallelujah powerful messages. Glory to God. Okay, are you ready for the word? Or should we just close and go home? Uh, Now, I want you to throw away your watches. (laughs) That was a joke, okay? (laughs) Yeah. So, we're going to go into the word this morning. And um, last week, we started talking about walking in lordship. And I want us to take it a step further this morning. All right? 
because you need to know, because in the kingdom, if you don't understand lordship, you're going to be in trouble. You will actually be in trouble. And, and it is sad that um, we have a lot, of, a lot of Christians don't understand lordship and they don't care about it. And there's even a gospel that encourages people to, to, to serve God without lordship. And what I mean by that is they don't need to obey. They don't need to, uh, they don't, they, they, they don't need to submit. So they just do whatever they want because there's so much grace. An abundance of grace, right? Grace is powerful. Uh, and I believe that that's one of the reasons why the enemy has attacked the grace message. Yeah. The, because he knows the power of true grace. He knows what it can do in your life. And that's why he tried to water it down or corrupt it. So that people have a twisted understanding of grace. Yeah. And there are some champions of that message. God bless their hearts. I pray that the Lord will open their eyes. Some of them will need to encounter the Lord, the, 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 the Lord himself, because he is grace personified. So when you meet Jesus, I don't know, I've never come across anyone who has encountered Jesus, encountered Jesus, and is comfortable with sin. Do you understand me? Yeah. So, if you met the risen Christ, if you've met the Lord of the whole earth, the Lord of creation, there is something that is deposited into you. So, because of that, sometimes I question some things. Not because I want to be critical, but I just want to be wise. Hallelujah. So we're talking about walking in lordship this morning. Walking in lordship part two. Hallelujah. Amen. And uh, I want you to know that there is no doubt that Jesus is Lord. Amen. Correct? Amen. Yeah. Because the Bible says that God has made this Jesus both Lord and Christ. So he is Lord. He is Lord. And there's no controversy about it. I've not found anyone competing with that. Who will say, no, 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 I'm the Lord. I know I heard that Hitler made a statement years ago and said, if there is God, I'm second to him. So it's like, if there is none, that means... You know, you do the, I use your logic. So, if there is God, I'm second to him. And uh, we know what happened. Yes? There was a time that the Beatles were so popular. They were so popular and they said they are more popular than Jesus Christ. And we know what happened after that. Yeah. So, they are just in the history books now. Huh? Even Paul McCartney that is still alive, that was one of them, is, is just there. The Lord is still strong. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So, don't ever think you can dethrone Jesus. Not on earth, neither in your life. In your heart, don't even try it. Because if you try it, you won't succeed. Okay? Yeah. So we love Jesus. Thank God he is my Savior, but I know more than that he's my Lord. And that means he called the shots. He calls the shot. Right? And he says, this is it. And I say, yes, sir. No argument. Okay? There are certain absolutes that are required for lordship. If you're going to walk in lordship, there are certain absolutes, okay? And when I say absolutes, that means you cannot debate them. Do you understand? There are certain things you can debate. 
Okay? For, for instance, we can debate, uh, okay, is Jesus going to come? Uh, is it mid-trip, post-trip, and all of that? All those things, there's a lot of debates about them. Okay? Yeah. But there are certain things we cannot debate in the scriptures. For example, there is no other name given among men whereby we shall be saved. That's an absolute. Hallelujah. That's an absolute. What else is an absolute? Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. It's an absolute truth. Go to Japan, go to Timbuktu, go to anywhere, go to Mars. If there's no shedding of blood, washing your hands and ablution does not wash away sins. Hallelujah. Yes. And let me say this. There's only one sacrifice. Did you hear me? There's one sacrifice that is able to save mankind. And that is the sacrifice of the Lamb of God himself. Jesus Christ. Now, the blood of bulls and goats cannot save. Okay? So, I don't care what your ancestors taught you. I don't care what tradition teaches you. But let me tell you, let no one deceive you. Only the blood of Jesus can cleanse you. Okay? If you are in doubt about it, let's settle it now. There is no other. So, don't go to the village for cleansing. They say, oh, we're having a cleansing. Don't participate in that. Because the blood of animals cannot cleanse your conscience. This is an absolute truth and it should not even be debated. It's an absolute. Okay? So, because of that, many people, or lack of understanding of these things, have led many people confused. They say, oh, but we're Africans, so we have to... Hello? The Lamb of God was shed for everybody, including Africans. The blood of Jesus. The Lamb of God died for everybody. He shed his blood for every single one. Every tongue and tribe, every nation, every people. All right? He is the savior of the whole world. There's no part of the world that God says, now, for you guys, you need to sort yourselves out. Are you following me? Everybody. Somebody say everybody. Everybody Everybody needs to apply the blood of Jesus in order to be saved. And if this same Lamb of God that purchased you with his blood is not Lord, who else is Lord? Because one of the meanings of the word Lord is owner. There are three Greek words for Lord. Last week we were looking at curious, right? The second word is despotes. Which is where we get the English word despot from. It means supreme authority. Owner. Master. Hallelujah. So he is, there's no other person at that level. He is the one. Philippians chapter 2 tells us how God anointed, um, no, no, sorry. How, uh, tells us of how God raised Jesus and gave him a name above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should what? Should bow. What does that mean? That means that everyone is subject to his lordship. Of things in heaven and of things on earth and of things under the earth. Hallelujah. So, Jesus 
is the ultimate, right? So far, obviously, he's still under the Father because Jesus said, the Father is greater than I. But the Father has given all things into his hands. Hallelujah. And so, because of that, we must allow him to be Lord of our lives. Be Lord of our lives. So, I believe that we are in an era right now that people that walk in lordship are going to manifest such power and such authority that this world has never seen. So when it comes to lordship, what is the absolute? When I say there are certain absolutes, number one absolute, which we touched on and to emphasize today is obedience. Somebody say obedience. obedience. Yes. So lordship has to do with obedience. You cannot in any way say he is lord and you don't do what he says. He says, why do you call me lord, lord? And do not the things which I say. So, some people want to have authority over demons, but they don't want Jesus to have authority over them. Do you know that that's a contradiction? It is a contradiction. Some people want to be Lord in their homes. Come on. I am the head of this house. God bless you. Come on. Yeah. I'm not arguing that with you. The Bible says the head of the wife is the husband. Okay? As a matter of fact, to even help you, in 1 Peter chapter 3, I think it's verse 6, where the Bible says that Sarah called Abraham Lord. Yes. Come on. Yes. Aha. Ah, God bless you. <laughs> As Sarah obeyed Abraham. Hello. Calling him what? Lord. Can you see lordship and obedience go together? She obeyed, calling him what? Lord. Whose daughters you are if you do good and are not afraid with any terror? Don't be afraid. Hmm? Don't be afraid to obey him. <laughs> I know you're not. Hallelujah. Amen. So, Lordship. You, you remember, last week we were saying that just as Jesus is Lord, we are also Lord. You know? Downsized Lords. <laughs> yes, and that's it. So, you're not the ultimate. In fact, you're not a despotist. Okay? You are Lord, but not despotist. Because he is the owner. Yes? Even that institution of marriage, he owns it. He just gave you the privilege to enjoy it. He owns it. Amen, Rosani? Yeah, we agree. Malibu? Okay, awesome, awesome. We're on the same page, right? Yeah, he owns it. He owns it. That means he has the final say. As to what goes on in that home. Okay? That's important. So, the reason why Sarah could call Abraham Lord is because Abraham was totally, absolutely obedient. Yeah. yeah, there was no question. If God said it and Abraham got it, he's, he knew this is God. 
it's done. Lord, consider it done. And because of that, because let me tell you, your lordship is rooted in the lordship of Christ. Yeah. So if you detach yourself from him, you are a rebel. And don't expect any submission. Hello? Amen. Yeah. And that's why demons won't respect some Christians. They say, come out. He say, who are you to talk to me? Like that. Huh? Don't you have respect? Don't you have respect? Who, who are you to talk to me like that? Why? Because he knows you are on your own. You are on your own. When he looks at you, he can't see Christ. He can't see the throne of God. Do you understand? When he looks at you, he can't see the authority of Christ in your heart. Because lordship starts from the heart. He can't see it in your heart. And because of that, when you say, get out, he say, you get out. <laughs> yeah, he says, you get out. Before I go, you have to go. Huh? So when you tell sickness, I command you, get out in the name of Jesus. Jesus say, who is talking to who? I have more right to be here. Yeah. Why? Because you are not walking in lordship. You are not walking in lordship. So when we talk about lordship, it's more than people have thought. It's more than people imagine. So it's not as if God is so insecure that he needs people, you know, dancing around him. And say, oh, who's going to obey me? Ah, you, you don't obey me? You, you're finished. No, no, no. The devil will sort you out. God doesn't even need to pay attention. He's busy doing other things. The devil will come and sort you out if you don't submit to God. Yeah. But when you submit to Jesus, I have news for you. The devil knows. Don't touch this. Yeah. So there are degrees of power and authority the body of Christ has not yet entered into because we fail in this area. We fail in this area. And that's why lordship is one of our core values. It's a core value because this is one of the pillars. It's one of the pillars. If it's not established in your heart, I'm telling you, you will struggle when it comes to exercising authority, when it comes to, uh, to manifesting the, 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 the power of God. Because I have news for you. We are going to do great things in this land. Amen. 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 We are going to do great things in this land. Things that will cause people to marvel. But it starts... With lordship. It starts with lordship. I told you there are some things, it's not about whether it is a sin or not. We need to go beyond that. You get my point? Yeah, because by time, when you allow lordship to be fully worked in you, I told you it is possible to live in sinless perfection. It is possible. Oh, Pastor, nobody is perfect. Uh, we all sin. You better talk for yourself. Don't talk for everybody. Do you understand? Unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before his throne. That's what Jude says. So he's able to keep you. Somebody say keep you. Hallelujah. That is what grace does. That's what grace does. There is keeping grace. So it's not just saving grace. The Bible says, by grace we stand. There is a grace that will keep you standing. If you don't tap into it, you can't experience it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You won't experience it. But I know it's available to everyone. If Jesus overcame, you can overcome. Do you understand? Yeah. 
The other time, when, when, when my wife was narrating the vision she had, when she saw Jesus, and she was admiring him, saying, I wish I could be like you. He says, how did, this, how did he say it? Yeah, he says, as I am, so you are. So are you. Is that not what the Bible says? As he is, so are we in this world. So if Jesus did it, I can do it. Come on. Say, if Jesus did it, I can do it. If Jesus overcame, I will overcome. Yes, he says, the works that I do shall ye do, and greater works than this. Why? Because I go to the Father. I go to the Father. There is something. His ascension has activated in our lives. Because lordship is, 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 is uh, uh, the resurrection is foundational when it comes to lordship. The fact that he raised from the dead means he's lord. Yeah, he's lord. There is no, it's nobody that has risen from the dead and never died again. Do you know any? Even Lazarus that was raised from the dead. That is not true resurrection. That's not true resurrection. The resurrection we're talking about is the one that when you rise, no more dying. Yeah, for eternity. And only Jesus qualifies. Only Jesus qualifies. And so I refuse to worship my ancestors. I refuse to pray to a dead person who is not even sure of his fate. Yeah, I refuse. I would rather stick my head and put all my eggs in one basket. The basket of Jesus. And this is the one. And his resurrection is there to attest to the fact that he is the only one qualified. Hallelujah. Let's not be fooled. Don't allow people to deceive you with, you know, philosophies and all those things. Don't allow it, please. Because the enemy knows that if you walk in this thing that I'm saying, he has no chance. Come on. Yeah, he has no chance. Oh, pastor, you know, no condition. Uh, anyway, let's not go there. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So obedience must be absolute. Amen? Amen? If you are not obedient, Luke chapter 6 verse 46, Jesus said, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? And Jesus also said, not everyone that says, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom. Is that not so? But he that does what? The will of the Father. So, Christianity is not about listening to sermons. Hello? Many of us have become professors. But God is looking for practitioners. Yeah. God is not looking for a professor. Just theorist. Uh, this one says this, this one says this, this one says this. Good for that. It's good to know. But you need to apply. Somebody say apply. You need to put what you know into practice. You need to put what you know into practice. So it's not about verbalizing. Come on. They say, Lord, Lord, I love you, Lord. Greater than anything, I love you, Lord. And you're shedding a tear. More than my heart can say, I love you, Lord. Huh? Come on. It's nice, it's beautiful, it's melodious. But let it be real. Let it be real. Let those words captivate your heart. And let them be fleshed out in your life. Come on. Can you do that? Yes. 
You know, if there's lordship, there will be no schism in the church. If there's lordship, there will be less counseling in church. Hallelujah. Lordship is a heart issue. Yeah. So if the heart is sorted, there will be no unforgiveness. Come on. Because the Lord says, you must forgive. So what? Guess what? Somebody that is under lordship has no problem with forgiveness. Yes. The, the Lord says, love your enemies. If somebody is walking in lordship, he has no problem loving his enemies. Yeah. Years ago, a man of God, David Wilkerson, when I think it's Nicky Cruz that came to attack him. He was a gangster at that time in New York. And Nicky Cruz came and said, I'm going to cut you and I'll kill you. And David Wilkinson looks at him and he says, if you cut my flesh into a thousand pieces, every piece is going to say, I love you. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> Hallelujah! That's somebody that lordship has been established in his heart. Today, Nikki Cruz is a powerful evangelist because of that encounter with the Lordship of Christ expressed through, Nikki, uh, through David Wilkerson. So, a lot of times, people encounter us, but they don't, they don't encounter the Lord. You see, they encounter you. They, what do they encounter? They encounter your flesh. They don't encounter the Lord. They encounter the flesh. And flesh is corrupt. The flesh is doomed. Come on. Yes. The flesh cannot inherit the kingdom. So when we operate in the flesh, we are outside the kingdom. Automatically. Although you are a kingdom citizen. But that means when you are in the flesh, you have stepped out of the kingdom. And that's why your authority gets weakened. When you step in the flesh. Okay? You need to get to a point where when you stand, Satan will be afraid of you. When you look, he says, please don't look at me. Because I don't know what's going to come out of your mouth. That's how it should be. Okay? Are we ready to walk in lordship? Yeah. This is... This is a relevant message. There was somebody that used to be in this church that said this church is not relevant. They don't know what they are saying. Huh? Yeah, you want us to be talking about EFF, uh, ANC, DA. Is that what's relevant? It's incredible what people think is relevant. Yeah, you don't know tomorrow. We are preparing to take this land. Yes. Amen. This is very relevant to our commission. This is very relevant to the mandate that God has given to us. Yeah. If you know the mandate, you will know that this is relevant. Yeah. So that's why we don't we we don't just preach things because it's popular. It doesn't have to be popular. We are not in a popularity contest. Come on. We're here to establish the kingdom of God. We're here to enforce the authority of Christ to bring the government of heaven into this land. As it is in heaven, so it should be here. And that's what we are here to do. Hallelujah. He says, occupy till I come. And we are going to occupy. And we are going to ensure that we disciple this city. Come on. Amen. But we will do it supernaturally. Amen. Yeah. We'll do it supernaturally. If you want a motivational speech, there are some fantastic people. Just go search them out. You will find a lot of good motivational speakers. In fact, there's one of them that uh, is called a rocket, uh, rocket, sci- uh, rocket rock star of, of public speaking. Wow. Yeah, so if you want motivation, you, 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 you don't come here to look for it. 
Okay? When you live here, go look for motivation if you think you need it. But listen, this, the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. Amen. Yeah, this is to equip you, to empower you, to put some dynamite into your spirit. So that when you turn and you look and you say, hey, stop that in the name of Jesus, they will stop. Okay? The time will come that we will begin to address forces. Forces. Do you understand me? Yeah. Because we have been schooled in lordship. We have been schooled in lordship. Because we have been schooled in lordship, we will stand and we will speak and things will happen. We will decree a thing and it will be established. Yeah. Telling you. And I've said to you before, and I've said it again, I'm not trying to be liked. I don't want to be liked. I just want to be fruitful. I just want to be obedient. That's what matters to me. Okay? Are you obedient? So, if if Abraham was not obedient, Sarah would not have called him Lord. If you want to be Lord in your home, you better be obedient to Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Paul says, imitate me just as I imitate Christ. Imitate me just as I what? Imitate Christ. Are you imitating Christ? If Christ walked in authority, you can walk in authority. If Christ walked in submission to the Father, you also ought to walk in submission to the Father. Are you getting me? Yeah. So, we need to look at Him as our example. Don't look to Hollywood for your example. Okay? Look to Christ. Amen? Even me, if I don't follow Christ, please don't follow me. Okay? Don't follow me. It's not, I, don't want you to, I don't want you to be misled. If you see me going astray, say, Pastor, it's seems as if <laughs> you have taken a detour. I am going straight. And keep following Christ. Because he is the ultimate. Paul says, follow me as I follow Christ. So you look into my life. If you see Christ, then you can follow me. Do you understand what I'm saying? If you look into my life and you don't see Christ, I beg you, for your own salvation, don't follow me. Is it okay to say that? Yeah. Yeah. Don't follow me. I'm not... (laughs) I'm sure there are some people in hell who are regretting following some people. Yeah. If only I didn't follow this Mohammed, I would not be here. Come on. Yeah. If only I didn't follow my ancestors, I would not be roasting in this place. If only I had followed Christ, I would not have been here. That's the story of some people in hell now. So don't join them. Touch your neighbor say, don't join them. Hallelujah. Amen. If he is Lord, he is also trying to raise some lords. Because he is called King of Kings, Lord of Lords. He is Lord. He wants to raise lords. He wants to raise lords. So, but how did he attain it? Through obedience. And we cannot attain it without obedience. Okay? We cannot attain it without obedience. He attained it also by suffering. He suffered some things. (laughs) I know some people who don't believe in suffering. I mean, Jesus has suffered for me. Why should I suffer? And all of that. Yeah, you know, there are some things you shouldn't suffer because Jesus has suffered. But there are some things you have to go through. Okay? You have to go through seasons. There are wilderness seasons in life. 
There are challenging seasons that we go through. All right? You need to go through them happily. Why? Because they are preparing you. Come on. Yeah, they are preparing you. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 12. Let's read 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 12. Look at what it says. Okay, let's read from verse, from verse 11. Let's read from verse 11. It says, This is a faithful saying, For if we died with him, we shall also live with him. Wow. Hallelujah. How many people died with Christ? Yes. In baptism, what happens is that when we're being baptized, we're being buried with Christ. Then when you come up out of the water, what is happening is that you are rising. It's speaking of the death and the resurrection of Christ. So if we died with him, when Jesus died on the cross, it's what is known as, as um, substitution. Okay? There's a principle called that principle of substitution. There's also the principle of identification. So when Jesus was on the cross, he identified with you 100%. And that's why God put all your sins upon him Amen. as if you were the one. Amen. He identified with you 100%, okay? And then, not only that, he substituted. There was substitution. He took your place. Amen. Hallelujah. And that's why today you can boldly say, I am seated with Christ in the heavenly places. Why? Because there was substitution that took place. When, when the Father looks at the cross, He sees you there. Amen. You were there. Amen. On that day, 2,000 years ago, you were there with Him. Amen. So you don't need to go to the cross. Amen. I see that there are some people in India that are trying to crucify themselves. You know, self-flagellation where they, they sleep on nails and they're trying to punish themselves and all of that. That's what happens when you don't identify with Christ. Yeah. You will have to pay your own price. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's not good enough. Because Adam was a perfect person, and so the price has to be perfect. And because you are not perfect, it's disqualified. So you can go through whatever, it doesn't still pay the price. Amen? Yeah. So, if we died with him, we shall also live with him. Come on. I'm excited about that. Okay, let's look at the next verse. Look at the next verse. Verse 12, it says, come on, let's read it together. One, two, three. If we endure, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. Oh, so if we endure, endure what? <laughs> if we endure hardship. If we endure. If you look at verse, verse, uh, verse 3 of this same chapter, you see what he said there in verse 3. Let's look at verse 3. Come on. He says, as a good soldier, endure hardship. Yeah? You therefore must what? How many people are facing some hardship? Let, let's be honest. You, some things are a bit hard. Just endure. Receive the gift of endurance. Hallelujah. Yeah. One bishop said to me, I, I, I don't have the gift of long suffering. I said, there's no such gift. There's no such gift. There's no gift of long suffering. Long suffering is not a gift. You see, a gift is given to you. Long suffering, you develop it. Yeah. Hallelujah. So endurance. Somebody say endurance. endurance. Yeah. So back to, to verse, verse 12. Back to verse 12. If we endure, we shall also reign with him. Why does he say also? Because Jesus endured. So if we endure, we identify with him. And if we identify with him, we shall also reign with him. And let me tell you, lordship is about reigning. Amen. It's about rulership. Lordship is closely identified with kings. Do you understand? It's identified with kings. So as a king in God's kingdom... Because he has made us a kingdom of priests, right? He has made us kings and priests. Come on. 
And he is the king of kings. And we are the kings that he is king over. Hallelujah. He is king of kings and lord of lords. So we are the lords that he is lord over. I know religion don't like this, but it's okay. Why? Because something is going to break forth out of your life. That's going to cause situations to bow to you. Amen. Yeah. It occurred to me that we need to even start speaking to the storms. Do you understand? We need to start speaking to the storms. All that, all that uh, chaos that, that takes place when it rains. We need to speak to the rain and tell the rain to behave itself. Can we do that? Amen. Of course we can. Elijah did it. Yeah. If Elijah did it, why can't you? Jesus did it. You can do it. Amen. Hallelujah. And that's why we need to walk in lordship. Why? Because these things are supposed to be happening today. People should look at us and know that Jesus is Lord. Just by looking at us. But now, people are not even sure. They look at you. Are you, what are you? Are you a Muslim? I say, what? For asking that question. It's like somebody coming to ask me if I'm a Hindu or something. Or an, am I, am I, are you an atheist? Ha! Huh? Do I look like an atheist? Can't you see the glory of God over me? Huh? Yeah. So if you get to a point where people look at you, they see Christ. That's correct. That's correct. Yeah, they should look at you and see, hey, they can see Jesus. Yeah. So when you're walking, demons, you say, Jesus, Jesus, get away from me. Get away from me. And it's you coming. Hallelujah. Is it possible? Amen. Yes, it is. Hallelujah. So if that happens, can you imagine when you walk to a crippled man and you say, rise up in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, you are acting. You are operating in lordship. Guess what? His legs obey. <laughs> yes. And that's why you need to establish a life of obedience because you will begin to speak to things and you will see things happen. You will see manifestations. Hallelujah. So that's why I don't mind enduring hardship today as a good soldier. Why? Jesus wants me to be like him. And sometimes the hardship that we go through, what they do is that they purify us. Do you understand? They, it's like, it's the flesh that is being disciplined. The flesh that is being taught. The Bible says that Jesus learned obedience by the things that he suffered. Learned obedience. Oh, Jesus, he was perfect. He landed from heaven through Mary, came to the earth as a perfect person. But he had to learn obedience. Why didn't he just learn obedience from the father? Yeah, just sit down, listen to the father, and just learn obedience. No, the Bible says, by the things that he suffered. So sometimes when we go through certain challenges, it's because God is teaching us obedience. It's a process. You are being inducted into lordship. Do you, understand? Do, you, do you understand what I'm saying? And then the time will come that you'll be inaugurated. Amen. Hallelujah. And when that time comes, that's when glorification comes. When you look and you speak, when you start raising the dead, like Jesus did, when you start speaking to the blind, like Jesus did, do you notice that Jesus never prayed for the sick? Just what? Takes clay spittle, puts on his eyes. Huh? Puts clay. <laughs> Go wash your eyes. Go wash your face. And he goes and washes and boom, the eye opens. Incredible. 
He walks up to somebody, would you like to be made whole? Uh, there's nobody to put me into the pool, wonder what I say. The question is, do you want to be made whole? Do you understand English in the morning? <laughs> do you want to be made whole? Yes. Jesus said, out of mercy. Jesus didn't wait for his answer again. Jesus just said, take your bed and go home. Huh? For 37 years. Jesus said, take your bed. And guess what? Took his bed. This is somebody who was paralyzed. If Jesus did it, we can do it. Come on, turn to someone and say, if Jesus did it, I can do it. If Jesus did it, you can do it. Somebody is not talking. Somebody is not confident. Somebody doesn't believe it. It's okay. It's okay. I understand. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So we want to get to a point where we begin to master, we become lords over circumstances. Amen. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's the point I'm trying to make. You become lord over situations. Amen. You become lord over sickness. Amen. You become lord over disease. Amen. Because as he is, so are you in this world. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. If he, if you endured with him, you will reign with him. You will reign in life. You will reign in life. You will reign over circumstances. You will reign over demons. Do you understand what I'm saying? You will reign over Satan. You will reign over Satan. Why? Because Jesus is Lord and your Lordship is rooted in his Lordship. And because you are connected with him, he is the vine, you are the branch. You are not different from him. You are not different from him. If he did it, you can do it. If he did it, you can do it. Hallelujah. If he could command and things happen, you will command and things will happen. But it begins with Lordship. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.